Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio. Mm. I'll never forget the first time I met John Boy and Billy. John Boy carrying Billy around, wrapped up in a little towel. <laughs> <laughs> He's making sounds, kind of like a cat. <laughs> Weren't no bigger than a squirrel. John Boy wanted me to bury him out back under that rock. But he kept crawling out of that towel. After a while, I... Order, let him go. He crawled off, Summers. John Boy don't carry him around in a towel no more. Mm. Got a little basket for him. Mm. Little feller. Little feller. September. That would put us Thursday, September the 15th, 2022. I'm wide awake this morning looking around in my cohorts. Yes, hey, hort, hort, cohort, hort, hort. <laughs> and you want to be our hort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are ready to attack this Thursday, it looks like, huh? Yeah! Yeah! All right! 
right, there you Perhaps. go. Good stuff. Good stuff is coming. Man, the national days, for some reason this month, I mean, you know, usually we just have like one or two. They just like pile up. What's the deal, Roger? Well, they're at the midway point of <laughs> September, as you might have heard. Well, so got to use them. They all got to go. Got to get them all in there. Yeah. All right, well, listen to what we got here. It's National Cheese Toast Day. Is there, is, is, is there a new way on cheese toast? You know, we get our recipe ideas. You know, I just do basically just... Throw it on there and put it in a little toaster, let it melt on it, and yeah. eat it. Yeah. There's there's a, right, because cheese toast is not like a cheese sandwich. It's right. just cheese toast. Right. Is that right. right? right. Yeah. One yeah. piece of bread, one piece of yeah. cheese. Yeah. Got okay. For that. Is that it? Yeah. Well, when I worked at the the restaurant came in here that time, Hayden's right. a long time ago. They they made a butter and honey Ooh. and put that on there and then put uh, cheddar and Colby on it uh, and melted cheddar it. Cheddar and Colby. Oh, get, you can get creative with what different kind of cheese. Oh, it was so like. good. Well, you can charge a lot more for that version. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Came free with your salad. Oh, <laughs> right. so toast day. It's National Linguine Day. Linguine, is that a type of noodle? Is that basically yeah, what that basically, means? Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. a bird. Yeah. It's like flat. <laughs> it's like a flat noodle. All right. It's National Felt Hat Day. Mm-hmm. Of course, you need uh, one of those. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what's this uh, sweater made of? Well, huh, these must be felt. Yeah, see. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, my lines yeah. mixed up. Well, Sweat, depends sweater on... day is later in the fall, I think. Depends on where you wear the hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> National Double Cheeseburger Day. Oh, it's not just cheeseburgers. Double Cheeseburger Day. Mm. It, National you mean, Day. You mean you can get a single <laughs> cheeseburger? <laughs> National Online Learning Day. All right. Hopefully we How'd had enough go? of that during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, National Tackle Kids Cancer Day. All right. All right. National Neonatal Nurses Day. Yeah, you've yes. got some. You've got some nurses to give thanks to. For absolutely, your absolutely. My little grandson Harris was. He was. Uh, he came on out early. He yeah. was tired of being crumped up like his granddaddy. First Isley <laughs> in the world of history to arrive early. <laughs> because he was quote tired of being crumped up. <laughs> Just like his granddaddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. And oh, look, it's National Paw Paw Day. And uh, you know, I don't know if we pointed it out, but congratulations, you win. Out of all of us, you're first. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Sure. How about that? All right, well, good, man. Well, happy National Days, everybody. All you Paw Paws. All right, we got three days in history saved up. Go back to the cheese toast thing again because that was. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. We'll get our first prize back out. We're going to get the winning beginning. That's the way we roll. First thing in the morning, big shows on the radio. Good morning, big shows on the radio. First prize package today is a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Includes Mount Olive hat, t shirt, and stainless tumbler. It's the number one pickle brand in the U.S., making great products since 1926. At the corner of Cucumber and Vine, go to BigShow.com, click on the Mount Olive Pickles banner, get all the info you need. Listen up to our three dates in history. And can win it right here. It was September the 15th, 1970. Vice President Spiro Agnew says the youth of America are being, quote, brainwashed into a drug culture by rock music. Movies, books, and underground newspapers. Aspero, very astute. <laughs> 1991, Madonna's autographed pink and black bra from the movie Truth or Dare brought $11,000 at a Michigan auction. And Spiro Agnew said, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, I resign. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, it was on this date in 1999 as Hurricane Floyd moved in on Central Florida. Walt Disney World was closed 
And it was the first time any of the parks have been closed since Disney opened the first one there in 1971. Man, about that. Well, there you go. There's Categories 1-800-BIG-SHOW as you told free line. Come on, we play Outburst next. Thursday morning, live video today, brought to you by the Bank of America, Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is why you need safety glasses. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll keep you from complaining about having to wear it in, man. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's get the winning Outburst, let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Barry from Knoxville, Tennessee. We'll have a Good morning, Barry. Good morning, John Boy. How y'all doing today? Uh, man, we are all good. Welcome in here, Monks the Sun. Glad you up early, ready to go. Let's get through these three categories and get you at Mount Out of Pickles Prize Pack. You ready? I am ready. Well, in five seconds, we need three vice presidents. Ready, go. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and Gerald Ford. Wow. Bam. Walking history book there, Barry. Good work. Was he right? Yeah. Actually, I was. I had to noodle the Gerald Ford. Yeah, but he was appointed vice president. That's how he became president. All right, man. Here we go, buddy. We need three things women wear. Ready, go. Bras, heels, and dresses. Oh my! Is he right? Nailed it. Bear for the win. Three rides at Disney. Ready to go. It's a small world, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Space Mountain. Well, Woo! you got them all covered. Getting them out of the Pickles Prize Pack. Bear, you hang on, buddy, and Jackie will get your info. I appreciate it. And real quick, uh, John Boy, uh, first-time caller. All right, buddy, get it out for Bear. Yeah. And uh, I've been listening to you guys since uh, y'all were first on in uh, Rock 101 down in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. And consider you guys, all of you, including Randy, part of the family. And <laughs> just appreciate everything y'all do. Oh, um, man, awesome, babe. We appreciate that. Thank you for including Randy. Th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And one last shout-out to Jackie because uh, I, I was a little hard to get in touch with, and we finally hooked up today. Oh, well, she's a worker. <laughs> and known for hookups too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bottom of the hour, the top of your news. Twenty minutes away, and Gary Busey views. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do it. <laughs>
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. It is time for an American Minute with Tank Hogarth. Thanks, Red. (laughs) Hey, America. Tank Hogarth here. Got a minute? I've had a lot of stuff noodling in my noggin lately. The windmills of my mind have been spinning like a damp pinky in a dry nostril. Mm. I've got to download some of this info or my skull's going to pop like a full tick. Your job? Sit there, shut your yapper, and listen while I hobla and try to comprende. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a whole lot more interesting than you are, and even if I'm not, what the hell are you going to do about it? <laughs> I was sitting at the drive-thru over at the choking puke and what pulls up behind me but one of those little smart cars. You know the ones? They look like your kid's lunchbox with a worse paint job. <laughs> Slightly smaller than the biggest thing that ever fell out of your butt. <laughs> and looky there behind the wheel. A loser. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a little on the dim side, maybe I'm intellectually slow, maybe, just maybe, I'm right below Mississippi on the IQ scale, but this much I do know. Just how smart is it driving a car that would lose in a head-on collision with a June bug? (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell cares what kind of gas mileage it gets when the last trip you take is going to be to the hospital when your car is blown off the road by a gentle breeze? And how are you saving money when you gotta go to the store 12 times to buy a dozen eggs? What the hell has happened to our cars, America? American cars used to be iconic. They were made of more 100% USDA Detroit steel than Betty White's hips. They guzzled down the high test like Joe Namath at the hotel minibar. And you could swipe a phone pole at 85 miles an hour and buff it out with a damp cloth. Now they're made of plastic, run on fermented corn, and if you fart, the doors fly off. (laughs) American cars used to be chick magnets with badass names like Cougar and Thunderbird. Now you gotta get that Cougar drunk on Thunderbird to get her in that artsy fartsy save the planet gay mobile you're driving. Nowadays, the parking lot at Curves is chock-a-block with sissy little gems like Prius, Cube, Solstice, Yaris, and Mini Cooper. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm old-fashioned, maybe I'm behind the times, maybe just maybe this tinfoil hat I'm wearing is keeping all the new ideas out of my cabeza. <laughs> but let me hip you hayseeds to the cold hard truth. Just like our kids, our movies, our food, our whole damn way of life. The auto world has been diluted to a pansified, politically correct four-cylinder puke fest. And the final indignation, the ultimate kick in the cojones, the pitiful stake in the heart of the last bastion of Top Gear testosterone, the electric car. God help us. Like any other real American male, there's no substitute for going to the pump, taking that long, hard, shiny nozzle, and burying it deep in your baby's tank, giving her a steady stream of high-octane love that'll keep her purring like Kim Kardashian at the BET Awards. (laughs) Now America's new crop of half-men sip their latte pinky extended, 
while they plug their Tesla into charge so they can reach a top speed of 45 heart-pounding miles an hour for 10 whole miles. Good for you, princess. I'll remember to leave the seat down for you. All you formerly manly car companies need to take those peppermint panties off your candy ass and start making real cars again. Stop marketing cars to guys who use the women's room. Make American cars great again. Make cars with names like, oh, I don't know, Testosterosa. <laughs> the all-new Ultra Viking. Infernus Maximus. And my personal favorite, Gorilla Balls. <laughs> cars we can drive proudly and feel confident when we pull up to that girl on the corner, you know the one. That bleached blonde with the tear in her fishnets, a bad case of mattress head, and a pierced front tooth. Smoking a cigar and humming Freebird. And don't worry, she'll get in the car. <laughs> oh dear, look at the time. Seems like I've gone on long again. Tough crap and you're welcome. <laughs> Until next time, this is Tank Hogarth. Stop sucking, America. Morning Radio, done right. It's a big show on the radio. We're going through your September the 15th. Smack dab in the middle of the month of September. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> it is time for the Diary of Gary Busey. Dear Diary, this is Gary Busey. Well, Diary, I'm in a tough spot. Apparently, I got a little handsy at a recent per- personal appearance. In my defense, people kept hugging up on my glass eye side. I, I couldn't really see where I was going. Plus, I drank a whole bottle of NyQuil thinking it was peppermint schnapps. I don't really, really remember too much about it. You know, I hate having a good time and not recollecting it. Now, law dogs are coming after me. If only I'd changed my last name to Clinton, I could have got off with a warning. <laughs> oh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Woe is me and boo-hoo-hoo. What the hell will Gary do? Lift that barge and tote that bale. A Hollywood superstar's going to jail. Wah, wah. <laughs> you know, diary, it's been a while since I've been locked up in the Who's Gal. It weren't as bad as I figured it would be. First off, we had a weird guard in charge of the body cavity search. Man, he was doing it every day. <laughs> but I finally figured out how to get him to quit. One day he looked up there and saw my glass eye staring back at him. <laughs> he took a couple weeks off after that. Winning. <laughs> I got to say, the chow was dang tasty. Back in my wild days, it was something like hot bologna, eggs, and gravy. 
first meal in the Huskow here was pot roast, fried taters, okra, and cornbread. Man, it was like Golden Corral with more comfortable seating. <laughs> My Sully was a pip. He's a pip named Silky. We hit it off right away. He was an old-timer, a frequent guest at the Gray Bar Hotel. <laughs> he showed me how to make prune wine in the back of the toilet. Had quite a kick, but if you passed out, you'd soil your knickers. <laughs> now, I don't mind that, but we only have laundry day once a week. And nothing says loser around the cell block than washing your shorts in the sink. Ooh, my dainties need to dry. <laughs> Had fun in the rec center. I even got on the basketball team. Yeah. We beat cell block C when Louise shivved the point guard. Slam dunk. Now who's the punk? Too much prune wine. Got to take a dump. I'm living proof. White men can jump. That spot that's stinking. Got an eyeball that's winking. <laughs> well, after I finally got sprung, I had to do community service for a spell. That's fine. I like moving around with the regular folks. I got a sign to doing Meals on Wheels for seniors. Now, is it me? Or are senior senoras getting better looking? Especially the ones who make sure their teeth are in when they come to the door. <laughs> About halfway through my first round, I knocked on the door and my old cellmate, Silky the Pimp, answered. Yee-haw! It was old home week. We never did get a chance to say goodbye, so we had a few pruna coladas <laughs> and talked about old times. He gave me a, a special discount card for all my hoochie needs. Jackpot. Jackpot. <laughs> that right there, that's a real friend. I even gave him a couple extra meals. I just told a couple of the fat guys on the route someone stole their food. Sorry, Tubby, no chow for you. A guy's got to do what a guy's got to do. Better luck next time, regular Joe. I'll feed you too when you're running hoes. Eve up, Eve up, Eve up. Paint my tank. Eve up, Eve, Eve up. Coordinate is coming up soon. I do hope the judge is a movie buff. If he's seen Predator 2, DC Cab, or Gingerbread Man, I'll get sprung in no time. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm getting a little tired of this this ankle monitor here. I guess they don't trust me. What the hell is the world coming to? You know, I tried taking it apart, but I accidentally exposed some wiring. I didn't know until I got into the shower and... This <laughs> that bang, shocked my thang, fried my eggs, good golly dang. Come on, come on, cut me loose. Don't keep shooting me the juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dari, I got a ski down. Flavor Flav and me are doing the who's on first routine for a VFW conference. <laughs> FYI, I make a fantastic Lou Costello. <laughs> hey, Abbott, get your ass over here. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Until next time, Diary. X's and O's. Gary. <laughs> Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
Yes, big show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, this is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and we're talking about the John Bourne Billy Big Show. I say the Big Show, and every morning they'd be styling and profiling. Woo! September the 15th, closer and closer to the world's only motorcycle rally on a cruise ship. Experience great parties, cool games, a chance to win a custom-built motorcycle, plus live music. My boy Colt Ford at Foghat, Molly Hatchet, and more. Selling out of Florida October the 29th, returning November the 5th. That'll be one week of Caribbean fun on the beautiful Mariner of the Seas. Get the full story at HighSeasRally.com. Be sure to look for the link at TheBigShow.com to register to win one of four cruises for two being given away by the High Seas Rally. And we'll be announcing that winner. Looks like tomorrow. So you've got time. Check it out. TheBigShow.com. Good morning. Got The Big Show on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. The winner gets a Happy Jack prize pack full of dog and cat products. Happy Jack celebrating 78 years of veterinary products for dogs, cats, and horses. It's available at Better Farm and Hardware stores, including Tractor Supply. Always ask for Happy Jack Pearlwood. Click on the link when you go to TheBigShow.com. Hang on. We'll play 40 minutes, but first... And it is time for the grumpy old man. Ah, flippity flu. <laughs> I'm old and I hate green energy. Well. <laughs> ah. <laughs> In my day, we didn't have no Al Gore babbling, curly pigtail light bulb selling, electric car driving nonsense. When I was a boy, green energy weren't some fantasy created by a bunch of dope-addled hippies hoping for some science fiction utopia. Green energy was when Popeye opened a can of spinach and beat the immortal living snot out of Bluto. In my day, we didn't need some pointy-headed college know-it-all to lecture us about climate change. We had climate change all the time. It was called spring, summer, fall, and winter. We had global warming in the summer and global cooling in the winter. And we were smart enough to know it weren't man-made, it was God-made. And if you didn't like it getting hot and cold, you could kill yourself and go to hell where you didn't have access to the thermostat. Wow. Oh. And you'd wind up in a hot tub full of sweet, bubbling crude oil right next to the Kaiser himself. And if you tried to get out of the hot tub, he'd poke you in the butt with his spiky helmet. And you'd whine and complain to the devil, and he'd horse-laugh you in the face because he knew you were going to be rooming with liberation. 
Karachi. Whoopty dingly ding dang do, look at me. I'm a godless heathen doing aqua aerobics with a war criminal in the sea of perdition and a helmet in my hiney. I hope my new roommate don't mind sharing a bunk. And we liked it. We loved it. In my day, we didn't let some commie purloin our tax dollar for a horse hockey notion of solar energy. So, Lindra, so what? We learned about the dangers of using solar energy long before it became just another liberal scam. We'd go to the town square on a sunny day, armed with magnifying glasses. We'd find the prettiest girls in town, and when they walked by, we aimed our solar energy at a bustle. <laughs> her dress would burst into flames, and she'd have to strip down to her birthday suit and run stark bejeebas naked down Main Street. We laughed and laughed till we puked, and then we'd fall asleep by the creek with our magnifying glass on the rock. When high noon hit, the beam would burn the eyes out of our skulls, and we'd have to go to the taxidermy man, and he'd put spare beaver eyes in our skull. And we looked like we lived on the island of Dr. Moreau. Jumping Jiminy Junebug, look at me. I've harnessed the power of the sun, and my reward is to be a buffing beaver-eyed freak. All hail the new age of energy, and we like it. And what's all this talk about wind energy? Wind energy, wind energy. All the liberals talking about wind energy. Windmills were invented by the Dutch. And before you get all excited about that, they also invented wooden shoes. So what the hell did they know? In my day, wind energy was when you got a piece of bad roadkill for dinner. <laughs> and your guts expanded with all sorts of bacterial critters till you look like a beach ball. And rather than cut the cheese and run the family out of town, you took the boys fishing. You sat in the back and hung your keister over the edge. That blast of poot power coming out of your hind end made you cut across the water like Flipper itself. <laughs> And in your wake, them noxious butt fumes killed millions and millions of fish, and you brought them home by the mother load without ever sticking a worm on a hook. You had to be careful cooking them, because if you got next to an open flame, your house would explode. You ate like a king, and your breath smelled like New Jersey. And you smelled so bad when you fell asleep, the cat tried to cover you with litter. Yahoo, wahoo, flippity flam, look at me. I'm a cat poop covered human trolling motor. <laughs> Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach him how to fart, he'll eat for a lifetime. And we liked it. We loved it. And in my day, we never heard about ethanol. Ethanol. Gasoline made out of corn. What sort of gibbering nitwit come up with that? Ethanol. Any fool knows the only fuel you make out of corn is moonshine. And if you did it right, you could drink a gallon of it, pee in your gas tank, and drive to Atlanta in back in under three minutes. In my day, we used all our corn for white liquor. Then all we had to feed our livestock was all that leftover coal. Pretty soon, you could wrap bacon around a stick and make a tiki torch. And old Bossy would be squirting unleaded out of her udders instead of vitamin D. And then one morning, you'd be eating your Frosty Flakes, and Grandpa would accidentally tip his cigar ashes into your bowl, and the blast would bolt blow you three counties over. 
and you'd land in a tree with a hickory branch through your wedding tackle. <laughs> Zippity-doo and Tyler, too. I'm a nuggetless nitwit with diesel-powered heifers. I tipped the balance of nature, and now the world is doomed. And we liked it. We loved it. Oh, flippity flu, I hate green energy. <laughs> yeah, wake up a little grumpy this morning. I like yeah. it. All right, let's play John Board Jeopardy, y'all. Review yesterday's question. We found out the phrase, get your ducks in a row, comes from an early American version of this still popular sport. Bowling. It was bowling. Early American settlers played 10 pins, a kind of bowling, and they were called duck pins because they thought, oh, they look like ducks. Yeah. <laughs> That would would be me if I was back in American. And it it plays just as good today as it Uh. (laughs) was. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. I Love Lucy was the first television show in history to end production while still ranked number one. And this was the second. Ah, yes. What is Dolly Parton's trampoline pool party? Yeah. yeah. I think it would still be on the air today if Dolly hadn't decided to pull the plug. Sure. Uh, what y'all got? What ain't under Big Show? You told free line we play. John Boy Jeopardy next. It's a big show on the radio. We are rolling through your Thursday. And we got our video of the day. It is brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is why you need safety glasses. Check them out, guys. Wear your safety glasses. And girls. Hey, girl, yes, everybody's got eyes. <laughs> That's it. All right, well, check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Jump Party. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> and now, a man who starred in an ill-fated revival of Trampoline Pool Party, <laughs> he's John Moore. Thank you. It just didn't have the same feel. I remember when I was kids, we'd go to the trampoline park. Uh, it was a trampoline surrounded by concrete. Do you yeah, all remember those? Great wow. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was crazy. We used to go to a motel in Myrtle Beach on Highway 17 that had a trampoline right out front beside the pool. I'm like, today I'm looking at it going, really? Did I dream that? Or did they really have a trampoline just out and open? Wait, well, this trampoline get... between the concrete, it was like an inch separating the trampoline and the concrete. Yeah. Wow. wow. You remember, Billy, growing up, the, the putt-putt course that we would go to. We grew up in the same hometown, Gastonia, North Carolina. They had at one time they had this giant metal slide uh, out, out behind the putt putt course. I mean, it was a good three stories tall, uh-huh. and you'd climb up and you slide down. All yeah. they gave you was like a bean sack or whatever, yeah, you know, that, like and, a potato uh, sack, a potato sack, yeah, 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 to slide down. And it was made of metal and. <laughs> 
And, and so friction, if your arm or something touched it, it would make this huge burn. Well, I guess it would kind of get hot in the summer, too, when yes, you usually yes, play yes, putt-putt. Yes, but <clears throat> wait, the best part is they'd wax it every now and then, and you'd shoot a good <laughs> six feet in the air. Because you wouldn't know how fast it was going to be when you get on there. Right. Boy, I wish I was hanging out with y'all when y'all were kids. Y'all were wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our parents put us on it. They didn't love us. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get back to us. Are we off on a trampoline deal? We got Rick out of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, John Boy and crew. How y'all doing? Uh, we're good, man. We're just reliving some of our childhood memories there for a second. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Rick, let's see what you got. I Love Lucy, the first TV show in history to end production while still ranked number one. We're looking for the second. I might say what is deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. Well, let's see if it's that. Was that a long game show? A uh, game show. All right. That was a game show. All right. I got well, Rick, we appreciate you playing there, buddy. Thank you, brother. I'll be ready to play again. I love y'all. <laughs> All right, buddy. Try again right. anytime. Let's go to Anthony in Jackson, Tennessee. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, John Boy and the crew. Good morning, hey. man. All right, so deal or no deal? Not one that came right off the top of my head there. <laughs> no. for the, we're looking for the second show to be... Ended while still number one. What you got, Anthony? I'm going to have to go with the Andy Griffith Show. Ooh, my favorite show of all time, the Andy Griffith Show. Let's see. Southeast. You made it. good work, man. If y'all notice, Jackie, you notice we always, you know, at the home in the afternoon, turn on TV land to watch Andy. They got the color episodes I going now. <laughs> that's yeah, for me. Black and white's a good one. But that, that's wild, man, because it was still number one. Those color shows that we said, wow, it was mm. still number and, one. And I mm. think they did. They kind of talked Andy into doing it. He wasn't going to do it because that's why Don Knotts left. Yeah. The contract ran out, and Don Knotts said, okay, I'm going to go do movies. Yeah. And then they talked Andy into staying. And that's why you look at it. He looked like he was ticked off right, about right, being yeah. there anyway. He was not happy about <laughs> it. He was right about Howard Sprague yeah. and, he and got, Emmett. He got a lot grumpier in the color season. <laughs> he really did, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, so it wasn't out. just the hue, huh? It was actually, yeah, oh, it was yeah. actually oh, about half hot being there. <laughs> uh, don't blame him. Uh, well, Anthony, good work there, buddy. Your big old Happy Jack prize pack head to Jackson, Tennessee for you. I can't wait. I appreciate it, Jim. John Boyd and the rest of you. Uh, all right, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Jackie done got me upset, got me all tore up. I was headed to the dentist to have a crown put on, and I walked right past my truck and drove 30 minutes to the dentist and forgot my crown. I had to reschedule. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she, she, she has that effect on people. Oh, she was using her sexy voice, huh? All right. Yeah, it's the one that sounds like this. Hey, what are you wearing? <laughs> uh, I already had Let's get these crazy head. kids back together, Anthony. <laughs> you hang on for Jackie. I sure will. Thank you. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. We go honor another TV show that we liked back in the day at Big Green Acres. Hang on after this report.
Good morning. It's the Big Show on the radio. All right. Looking back to John Boy Jeopardy. The Andy Griffith Show being canceled while still number one. That ran from 1960 to 1968. And it was on this date in 1965, Green Acres premiered on CBS TV. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa! <laughs> Pillars had the same look that Marcy looked at <laughs> when you tell her something you know, newsy. Uh, Green Acres lasted six seasons on CBS. One of my dad's all-time favorite shows. <laughs> what good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the first impersonations I did as a kid was Hank Kimball, the county agent. County oh, agent, Mr. Yeah. Ducks, a uh, wonderful day. Well, it's not really wonderful. Not that's, that's a beautiful. It's not really. Well, never mind. Mr. Kimball! <laughs> The threshold was low back when I was a kid in my neighborhood. All right. There were only three channels back then. Hey, everybody. Johnny's doing his Mr. Kimball again. (laughs) Well, then uh, later, since it was the 60s, decided, hey, let's make it hipper with this new theme song. No, not really. It's Pinkerton Bowden. All right, uh, roll that. Show on the radio. We're rolling through you Thursday morning, September the 15th. 30 days of September. Yes, right smack dab in the middle. 
of September. Thanks for being with us. All right. Hey, I got a brand new top ten list. Take it, Bidley. Well, you won't see these on the big poster hanging in the conference room at work. Part of our continuing series, here they are, the top ten rejected motivational slogans. (laughs) Number ten. Oh, yeah? Well, Monday hates you, too. (laughs) Number nine. Despite what you've heard, failure is always an option. (laughs) Number eight. If the world didn't suck, we'd all float off into space. Number seven, today is the first day of the rest of your life, but so was yesterday, and look how that turned out. (laughs) Number six, if you always try to do your best work, people will try to give you some of their work to do, too. (laughs) Number five, the only place life gives you a bunch of lemons for free is at the beginning of a motivational slogan. (laughs) Number four, wisdom doesn't always come with age. Sometimes... Age shows up all by itself. (laughs) Number three, every life has a purpose. Maybe yours is to serve as a warning to other people. (laughs) Number two, the thing all your problems have in common is you. (laughs) And the number one rejected motivational slogan, if you're happy and you know it, please shut up. Somewhat inspired. <laughs> I like that, Johnny. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> they have it in the machines. <laughs> Who don't move around out there? <laughs> you, you can get whatever the opposite of a brain freeze is. <laughs> Man, that's, that's how I, I, I put ice in my coffee during the summer times anyway. Really? So, yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> it was working. Caffeine getting us. There he goes. He was up in the mountains. Well, he made it out of the mountains with the moonshiners. He is headed to Fort Mill, South Carolina at the 1873 Brewery. <laughs> Which is hard to say. I sound like Tater on Tatertainment News. Here. Hey, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> All right. So that's tonight. He's uh, uh, licking, uh, kicking in his new moonshine. Is, He's uh, licking and kicking his <laughs> Is that the name of it? Wow. No, it's uh, the Appalachian Ambrosia Moonshine is, is what it is. <laughs> licking That's and kicking name. was his uh, improv. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell him he can use that. That just came out of my mouth for some reason. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so now tomorrow night he's going to take I-85 north to Charlotte, North Carolina. This is a little more specific than necessary. <laughs> He'll be at the Heist Barrel Brewery mm. in Charlotte. All right, that is tomorrow. Then Saturday, he uh, drives up to Marion, North Carolina, the Copper Creek Brewery. And then Saturday, he's going to Hazard Fest in Greenville, Tennessee. That should be the name of his new moonshot. Mm. Hazard Fest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, uh, check Killer out. Uh, he's going to be hitting the liquor stores at KillerBees.com. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. All right, coming up, we'll play the current events quiz. You take C. You get your Happy Herd prize pack. Deer season is here. Happy Herd makes the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. If you're not using a Happy Herd nutrition system, you better hope your neighbors aren't either. Go to TheBigShow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB at checkout, gets you 10% off. All right, y'all, time for On Track with Doug Rice. And here is our man, Mr. Rice. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, guys. Thanks a lot for having me back on, as always. Uh, we appreciate you joining us every week to give us the what's happening in NASCAR. And what about old Bubba? He, uh, he got him a victory rolling this time. Yeah, I did. Up at uh, Kansas Speedway. And, you know, when you win one like he won at Talladega last year, rain shortened, and it being Talladega, there's always whispers, oh, yeah, he won, but. Uh, well, there was no but to this. At the end of that race, he just took over, went up and passed the race leaders, and at the end drove away. And, you know, his team owner, Denny Hamlin, finished second. Uh, and I tell you, in the last ten races, I think, He's averaged like 9.9 finish. Had they done that in the first half of the year, he'd be in the playoffs. But uh, this is a big development. That that team as a whole has really turned the corner in a good way here in the latter part of the season. That's the truth, man. He has running up front and got that win rolling, man. Now, Doug, you said Christopher Bell is the only driver locked in to the next rounds of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know who had that on their bingo cards, but he's ran consistent in the first two playoff races, had a good run at Kansas, and he's locked in on points. That's it. Everybody else has got to perform at a certain level. I feel like probably the top nine in points right now are safe going into Bristol, but you know we've seen weeks where Chase Elliott finished last, and like last week, Kevin Harvick had another disaster. He's pretty much in a much-win situation for Harvick, but uh, it's wide open, and that's 500 laps under the lights at Bristol, so uh, there's, there's a lot at stake. that We could see a big shift. Man, that is something, because this is a cutoff race for the next rounds, and it'll, it'll be yep. Bristol. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, nobody's cutting any slack. No, no, that's something. I'm just looking at the races after Bristol, and then we got Texas, Talladega, and uh, Charlotte Roval. And then we'll get through the final. And, and there's no gimmies in that. Yes, I mean, you, go, you go to Texas, that's a tough racetrack, super fast. Of course, Talladega, who knows? Uh, we may get our 19th different win. That's the other amazing thing. <laughs> 18 different drivers have won races this year in 28 races. That's, that is just unheard of. I love it. I love the fact that 
when we go to broadcast a race or I'm watching one, that I can't pencil in the name of three drivers that I know are going to win. The mm-hmm. fact that it's wide open, I feel like it's made it a lot more entertaining. Yeah, and I was going to have a little talk with you about that. My fantasy team is suffering a little bit this year. Well, uh, okay. It, it, your fantasy team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just my I, I, I don't yeah. really want to get into your fantasies, but, <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> Brooke Shields is in mine. <laughs> Brooke Shields. Why not? Oh, boy. Yeah. How old is Brooke Shields? Man? About my age. <laughs> okay, this has already taken a weird enough turn, Doug. <laughs> well, Doug, if you had to pick out a couple to watch at Bristol Saturday night, who would it be? Well, you know, the, the guy that just announced his new deal that's going to RCR, and that's Kyle Busch. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, Kyle has proclaimed next year he'll be in a Chevrolet racing for RCR. He is the active all-time winner up there. Mm. So I'm not going to count him out. And he's below the cut line. He's minus two right now. So he he can point his way in. I, I think he will be really tough. Chase Elliott races really well up there. He won the all-star race there a couple of years ago. So those those are two that I'm looking at and maybe – Maybe this is where Ross Chastain shows back up. I think he's deliberately been trying to lay low lately and just get through the first round or two of the playoffs mm-hmm. because he realized he had a bullseye painted on his head. Right. And I think he'll be good. But this Kyle Busch news is, is huge. Him going to Chevrolet, and part of the reason is because he was told that if he was in the Chevrolet camp that he would, down the road, have the opportunity to possibly run in the Indy 500. Ooh. So, you know, that's something these guys all want. They all want to go up there and be a part of that show. And he wasn't going to get that from Toyota, but Chevrolet has an affiliation there. And I wouldn't be shocked in the next couple of years if he's not doing the double. Wow. Well, that answers the next question. What was his uh, uh, deal behind wanting to go to RCR and get out of that Toyota well, that, so bad? There it that, is. That's part of it. That's part of it. I don't think that he felt like he was getting the deal that he needed mm-hmm. from Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, his KBM truck teams next year will all be Chevrolet. The details on how that's going to work aren't out, but right. uh, he is he is away from Toyota. I feel like this is a loss for the Toyota camp. I mean, they've got a guy that's two-time champion, automatic Hall of Famer, and kind of the team leader of Team Toyota that's mm. stepping away. I guess Denny Hamlin takes over that mantle now if he didn't already kind of co-share it with Kyle. I guess so. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good broadcast in Bristol. Then you'll be headed down to Texas next week, and we'll be right here. We appreciate you, Doug. I'm I'm, I'm going back to work. I feel like you guys because, you know, (laughs) my vacation's over. That's right. Let's get to it. We're trying to lead by example here. (laughs) Yes, sir. I do. I follow my mentors. I follow the John Boy and Billy mentorship role. That's that's the life I've chosen to live. If you say mentor or mental, I'm not sure. (laughs) If you happen to run into Brooke Shields, you know, call me. I will. I will. If I go by the home, it's just never mind. All right, Doug. All right, thanks, guys. See you, buddy. You can follow Doug on Twitter at Riceman61. His podcast, GoPRN.com. All right, Billy, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? Pumpkin spice is back in a product <laughs> you haven't been able to get it in for five years. All right, 1 800 Big Show, you toll free line. Take C and win. We play next. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. Well, if you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code JBB for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code JBB only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For an up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio. Our video today brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is why you need safety glasses. Man, it doesn't make you wear them things. What was that, a CD that it was no. messed with? Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> you obviously have never been around power tools. No, that's like a grinder or a sand. I mean, it's, it's a cutting wheel uh, that you use on concrete or steel. It was real quick. The whole video only lasts like seven seconds. Yeah, so, but it, very quick. That's all it takes to get the point across. So, y'all literally. check it out for yourself. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> At thebigshow.com. And right now, Pep Squad. Ready. Ready. And let's say hey to Marion from Pratt, Kansas. Good morning, Marion. Hello, John Boy, Billy, and the gang. Hey, welcome. All right. You ready to win this big old Happy Herd prize pack? Yes. I figure that's why you're here. Well, let's listen to Billy and all enjoy. Well, it's pumpkin spice everything season again. <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. Krispy Kreme has a pumpkin spice donut. Pepperidge Farm has Pumpkin Spice Goldfish, and Oreo, the cookie company that throws all kind of weird flavors against the wall lately, has brought back Pumpkin Spice Oreos for the first time in five years. Mm. 
The fall-flavored cookies have only been offered twice in 2014 and 2017. They're back right now for a limited time. Once they're gone, they're gone. True connoisseurs say pumpkin spice Oreos are one of the most authentically pumpkin-y food experiences you can get this time of year because, A, they're made with an exclusive blend of seasonings, B, the cream filling has bits of actual pumpkin in it, or C, they make half your teeth fall out and you look just like a (laughs) jack-o'-lantern. What what you got, Marion? Well, let's see, then, boys. All right, man, your prize pack will get it to you in Pratt. You hang on, Jackie, hook you up. Hey, I'm a first-time caller. All right, good work with you. Hey, can I give a couple shout-outs? You go ahead. Well, I'd like to give a shout-out to John Lord Billy and the gang. Without him, shout-outs just wouldn't be the same. Well, thank you. And I don't care if I make him mad. I don't even care if I piss him off. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Mad Max. Well, you just did. I can confirm that. <laughs> Yeah, he'll get over He it. talks about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Will you hang on, man? Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Speaking of news, the latest roundup of dumb crook news. 20 minutes away. Be around for that. Shows on the radio. Bonus top 10 list. Take it, Billy. Well, you may find this hard to believe, but not every idea for a reality TV show actually <laughs> makes it to TV. <laughs> We've been keeping track of this for several years, as a matter of fact. Today's Big Show Top 10 list Top 10 rejected reality TV show ideas. Number 10 Pickleball Wives. <laughs> Number nine, man versus food court at the mall. Number eight, deadliest cash cab. Number seven, comedians in cars workshopping jokes about high gas prices. Number six, bitch slap with Will Smith. Number five, RuPaul the bounty hunter. Number four, pit bulls and parolees versus toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> Number three, Judge Judy Tenuta. <laughs> Number two, naked and allergic to peanuts. <laughs> and the number one rejected reality TV show idea, Dr. Oz, Medicine Woman.
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. We'll do you Thursday. In case you missed the Emmys on Monday night, do not worry. Our girl Tater's got it covered. And every possible thing you want to know about the royal family and their titles. Yes, it's all Tatertainment News in 20 minutes. And right before that, that's a bottle of Marcy. It kind of helps get a little shot of. <laughs> oh, she turned into Ric Flair just like that. <laughs> All right, looking forward to that. But right now, it's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook story is sent in by you, the Big Show listener, for oh, like about forty years now. The address will follow this report. A Tampa, Florida man was charged with grand theft, forgery, and fraud for making a fake license to marry a local woman who was in a coma at the time. Hours before the woman died, the shifty Romeo ran up $20,000 on her credit cards. According to an investigator, he said the woman's dog told him she would want him to go on living and have a better life, and it would be okay to use her credit cards. Man. Scruffy Scruffy must eat that high-dollar dog food. I don't know about dumb. That's just evil. Yeah. All right. Let's see it here. A 24-year-old Fort Pierce, Florida woman was so dissatisfied with the service she was getting at McDonald's. How dissatisfied was she? Well, she grabbed the clerk by the shirt and demanded that the manager fire her immediately. When another employee grabbed the phone to dial 911, the woman left the restaurant but she didn't go far. Witnesses say she walked outside, climbed a nearby tree, hung upside down for a while, then lay down on the hood of her parked car. You know, I've done that to come down before. <laughs> <laughs> a minute or so later, the woman wandered back into the McDonald's and asked if the clerk had been fired yet. <laughs> As you can imagine, she was arrested on a variety of charges. No, she was just gathering her thoughts. <laughs> A vacationing traveler almost died after refusing to give up a liter-sized bottle of vodka at an airport checkpoint checkpoint in Germany. So when the security agent told a man he'd have to either throw away the vodka or check at his luggage, he grabbed the bottle and chugged the whole thing right in the middle of the airport. Excellent plan. In the words of police, he soon found himself unable to stand or otherwise function. The man was rushed to a local hospital with a near-lethal case of alcohol poisoning. After a few days of recovery, he was able to complete his trip home. Wow. (laughs) When an Australian limousine driver was challenged by another motorist at a traffic light, the two men took off on a high-speed drag race through the streets of Sydney. Now, this was quite a surprise for the limo's passengers, a newlywed couple who had just left their wedding reception and had no idea what was going on. Isn't he going a little fast, honey? (laughs) The cars hit speeds of over 80 miles an hour during the race, which ended when the dueling limos were pulled over by Sydney police. The drivers were arrested on the spot, and the newlywed couple had to be chauffeured to their original destination in the back of a police car. Nice. An unhappy employee of a coal transport company in Wyoming was sick of his job and decided to take a spiteful joyride. 
He unhooked several cars from a locomotive at the job site and did a few laps around the facility before pulling out onto the main line. Well, he cruised along for 15 minutes before slowing down at a rail junction so he could crash his train into another one. Mm. Then he backed up and did it again. Hey, he is sick of his job. <laughs> a suspect <laughs> fled on foot but was captured by sheriff's deputies telling him, I was just having a real bad day. <laughs> Yo. Wow. We should introduce him to that girl from McDonald's. <laughs> Police in Bochum, Germany approached a slot machine player in a local casino because he matched the description of a man who failed to pay an outstanding fine. Well, as the cops questioned him, the man pulled the lever on the slot machine and won a jackpot equivalent to 1300 U.S. dollars. He was immediately able to pay off his $900 fine in cash. Wow. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Yeah. Talk about timing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a rare Florida woman was involved in a two-car accident. The woman jumped from her car, leaving her six-year-old child behind and tried to escape by climbing a nearby fence. When police asked the woman why she tried to make a run for it, she said, because that's what they always do on cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you not paid attention to how that ends? Hey, has she ever seen the end of an episode? Yeah, I've been yeah. studying. A Shelburne, Vermont man who was down on his luck decided to break into a local school building and get some sleep. But he got a rude awakening the next morning. The building he thought was a school was actually the headquarters of the Shelburne Police Department. Nice. <laughs> I'm guessing he learned a lot, though. <laughs> and finally, a Coos Bay, Oregon man hatched a daring plan to steal tires from an auto parts store by tunneling into the building after hours. Well, once inside, he discovered a major flaw in his plan. The tunnel was big enough for him to get in, but not big enough to get any tires back out. <laughs> if you got Dumb Crook News, you can mail to Dumb Crook News the old-fashioned way. John Boy and Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte, A.C. 28219. Or email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Right. Is Miss Carisha getting the information? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, we got somebody new working. What happened? <laughs> oh, Miss Curry shall <laughs> get your information. Miss Curry, oh, okay. Ms. Curry shall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. We all said. Yeah. We're going to have to stop and figure out what I said every time. It's going. <laughs> this is true. That would slow things down a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> Carisha, <Right>. tell them. <laughs> yeah, come here, Carisha. Hey, get your news right now. Thursday, we are smack dab in the middle of September. All right, man. Hey, we're talking about Rick, the lead character for Walking Dead. It was like 49's birthday yesterday. Did anybody ever find out? Is that show coming back? Is it over? What's oh, it no, it, no, it is coming back, but yeah. it's like a spinoff. Yeah, it's like a different show. Yeah. But okay. same, in the same world, but it's a different. In fact, I think there's more than one they're working on. Is yeah, that right? Well, yeah, yeah. This one was originally, uh, the one that they've publicized is, uh, was originally called Isle of the Dead, but they've now changed the name of it, and it's going to be called Dead City. 
And it'll have a six-episode launch next year in 2023. No, no, no. What I heard was uh, it's going to be a spinoff called Dead City. And you can look for it next year. She's Tater of Tater Tamer News. Thank you. Thank you for trying, Randy. But that, I, I have to. Okay. Sorry. All right. And the rest of everything she knows is coming up in minutes. Uh-oh. What? When? <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. We're going to play Wordy Word here in just a sec. Winner's going to get a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. It includes Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, and stainless tumbler. It's the number one pickle brand in the United States, making great products since 1926 at the corner of Cucumber and Vine in Mount Olive, North Carolina. Hang on, you win it in minutes. But first, it is time for Tatertainment News. Here's Marcy Tater Moran. Thank you. Well, the media says it was a historic night at Monday night's Emmy Awards. Is that what they say? Is what they say. And they made an announcement that uh, Walking Dead is going to (laughs) be having its last season this year in November. You know, I don't know if you've seen this, but this might be breaking news, but Maggie and Negan Walking Dead spinoff is getting a new title, and it is a new show coming next year. It's called Dead Town or something similar. Dead Town. Yeah. Zombies. Yeah, but he cheated. He had time to look it up. I know. (laughs) You were just freeforming. Dead City. That's the name of it. Dead City. Yeah. Uh, Well, at the Emmys, Ted Lasso won Best Comedy Series for the second year in a row. Mm -hmm. Was this for season two? Yes. That's when I lost interest in that. We're talking about losing I, interest. From what I've heard, pe- I haven't seen it any uh-huh. episodes, but from what I've heard from people who are big fans like you were, uh-huh. you need to get back into it. Is that right? Yeah, they apparently figured out what they were doing wrong. Oh, so, so it's coming for a third season then? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, all right. So this mm-hmm. was Emmys for the second. <laughs> Jason yeah. looked yeah. at her face. <laughs> no, surprised. it was. No, he mentioned it. Huh? No, no, Jason Sudeikis mentioned that uh-huh. when they were accepting the award. Uh-huh. And he was like, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Good. that's how the Emmys work. You know, they, they talk about the year that just was. Right. You know, like right. Oscars talk about the movie that just right. came out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. What are they going to do? Right. Not talk about TV? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, the walking dead well, you, you, you couldn't say? give like, you know, Ted Lasso again for season one, even right. though that was three years ago. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, Succession took home the trophy for drama series and the White Lotus was named top limited series uh, Monday night. I think that's a. I is think that a car? A, I think it's an HBO thing. It. W- oh, I mean, uh, it won a, a lot of awards. It's like something it about. It's like a tropical hotel, and it's like it's the story of the people that work at the hotel and okay. the people that are checking in. How about that? Right. Yeah, I think yeah. it's new. It's first season. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's so. So it's limited series. So I don't know that it's gonna. I think they decided to bring it back. Ah. They're only doing a one shot, and they decided to bring it back. Why they put that on the paper? You guys <laughs> need to break hey. it up. <laughs> So, Keenan Thompson was the host, right. also. Need to let you know that. Um, in the individual category, Squid Game star Lee Jung Jae became the first Asian actor to win lead actor in a drama series and the fourth Asian person to win an acting Emmy. Hmm. Zendaya became the first black woman to win lead actress in a drama series and the youngest two time winner in Emmy history. All those on the Squid Games? No, no, no. She was Euphoria. The show on H4. Yeah. Right. It's a high school show about all these teens with drug problems and all kinds of things. issues, uh, yeah. Another one I hadn't seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Abbott Elementary, it's a comedy. Uh, the star, Cheryl Lee Ralph, who broke into song during her acceptance speech, mm. made history as the second black winner for supporting actress in a comedy. The first was Jackie 
from 227. Oh, the Squid Games. Hoy. They should do this on the Emmys. They should just imitate the people. <laughs> oh, you have to what? The Emmys were a little off. I mean, like, they, they, yeah. They, were they, what? they, what? they I mean, just, you know, there's, there was, there was cussing. It was he cussing? Said bad words, yes. Huh. It was not friend, uh, and there was a lot friendly. of and there was a lot of drinking. It was like a big party. Like they were at a it was like they were at a wedding reception. It's kind of how it was set. <laughs> right? The stage was in the middle, almost in the middle of the room, or it was almost like a a catwalk. And there were people. There were tables behind it and all right up to it. Uh, hey, people. there's celebrities in an award show. What are they going to do? Not <laughs> get true. drunk. Try to make it a little bit. <laughs> how, and how did Keenan Allen do? Keenan Thompson did well. I don't oh, know no. Keenan Allen. No, no, yeah, no yeah. Keenan Allen was, is yeah. a receiver for the LA Rams. I don't know. Yeah, why was I he know. there? I don't <laughs> think he was nominated for anything. This no, season's just getting started, so I don't know. Okay, all right, so, yeah, yeah. All right. All right and deal. Jean Smart won Outstanding Actress in a yes. Comedy Series for Hacks, and mm. Jason Sudeikis again was named Best Actor in a Comedy Series for Ted Lasso. As I'm just uh, earlier, I think I was talking about Jean Smart, 71 years old, her birthday was. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. All she looked pretty good too. She looked really good. And tons of nominations over its six seasons Better Call Saul has been nominated for everything under the sun and has Not never won well, you were anything it's crazy yeah, but they're saying that you know they split the season into two parts part two when they took the break back in the summer mm-hmm. part two the episodes after that that wrapped up everything will be eligible for next year's ah, that's, smart. Oh, maybe, that's what happened it. when they split Breaking Bad a few years ago Okay, it was eligible for two different how about years that? Yeah, yeah. how come you didn't know that Tater <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, because I let Billy talk some. I don't need to hog the on whole the segment. I've got, I've got different, uh, you know, correspondence during my reports. It should work, baby. Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to um, okay. ask you all to right, prove hey, it. Hey, all right. So, um, more of the royal news. You know, we were speculating on titles. And right. Really, that's what we were doing. We were just speculating. So, I have the information on that. But first, I want to let you know that Prince Philip is going to be exhumed. To be what? buried with uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, so right now he's just uh, been in a vault at uh, St. George's Chapel uh-huh. and uh, in wait for when the Queen passed. And now they'll go to the family plot. She'll oh, be buried okay. next to her mother and father and, okay. and he'll so be with they her. they had him in like a mini storage building? I don't know. I don't. Okay. It was. I think it was like one of those pods that they put in your I'm driveway. I'm sure it was very fancy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, it, said since his death about 18 months ago, he has been sealed in the royal vault of St. George's Chapel. And the royal tradition did not allow him to be buried in the royal family plot until he could be joined by Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Philip's proper burial, he won't be buried buried at the same time. Mm. He'll be a week after her. Really? So all of it's uh, focused on her. And she'll, her funeral is uh, Monday, uh, the 19th. And then it'll probably be about a week after that that he, he gets to be laid and, next to her. And this is all speculation on your part? Did I understand that? No, no, part? no, no. The titles. Oh, all right, so sure. the titles. Okay, okay, right. okay, so right now, Prince Charles, oh, excuse me, King mm. Charles III uh-huh. is the king, but yep. he doesn't have a crown. So he right. won't have the crown until his coronation, which uh, sources uh, Kate Williams, a history professor at England's Reading University said uh-huh. that it'll probably be a year because they mourning has to last for a long time, mm. and so it'll be a year before he actually gets the crown placed. But he's actually the king. But no he matter. is but the he king. Was, yeah. yeah, he was the king immediately. Yeah, on her death. It, it, yeah. Okay. I saw a Brit uh, that explained it as the queen is dead. Long live the king. Yeah, mm. it's uh, instantaneous. Yeah, so yeah. Good. Same thing happened to her when her dad died, but yeah. she just uh, didn't get the right. crown like the the pomp and mm. circumstance until mm. a year later. All right, so Prince Charles is uh, King Charles III. His wife Camilla will now be styled as Queen Consort, an honor that Queen Elizabeth directly expressed her wishes for back in February. Oh, okay. So um, Prince William will now be known as 
Uh, he's been known as Duke of Cambridge. He will now be Duke of uh, Cornwall and Cambridge. Okay. Or right. Cambridge. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I think yeah. it actually Depends is. on what. Or Cornhole. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Depends on where you're from in England. Uh-huh. And uh, Kate will now become uh, Princess Kate. I thought they denounced all the royal titles. Well, stuff. Elizabeth, uh, that was Megan. Oh, this is William's wife, mm. Kate. Oh, okay. So she will. Um, she has been listed as the Princess of the United Kingdom, mm. but now she'll be taking on the official title of Princess. And I did hear something the other day that the Queen's dogs will now be the Sir Charles Barkleys. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if by chance you are a Prince Andrew fan, uh-huh. you better watch. You better get him on your. Uh, a vision while this funeral stuff's going on because they're saying after this you'll probably never see him again. Now who? Now which which so one is that? He's the one that got caught up in the, in the Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. The oh, the Epstein yeah, yeah. deal. He's the oh, guy okay. that was saying it couldn't be me in that picture because I'm all sweaty and I can't sweat. And we were like, what? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's but, brother to Charles. Okay. Right. And you'll notice that he's uh, he's in the family thing, but all the families like wearing their uniforms, military uh-huh. uniforms. Uh-huh. He's in a black suit. Yeah, he was denou- he was right? he was he's stripped. Not to wear yeah. the uniform. He was stripped of all oh, of that. Okay. Yeah, well, while she was alive. Yeah, and, and a heckler when they had the parade, you know, the, the procession, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a heckler. They called it a heckler. He was yelling at Prince Andrew. Man, and they you had him. Suck. Yeah, and they had him arrested. <laughs> he had him arrested. Wow. wow. Like, what? Yeah, so, 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 it's like so Happy the, Gilmore. The, royal, the, the people are harder on the princes and the royals than we are on the Clintons. Well, well it depends on <laughs> depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, All right. So Prince William is the Prince of Wales now. Right. He took over his mm. dad's old title. Kate Middleton is now Princess uh, Catherine. No. Um, so their kids are uh, Prince Princess. Then uh, they get the title now of Royal Highness mm. because they're grandkids to the King. Yeah. Now Meghan and Harry. Uh, Ma- uh, print, uh, Harry's still just a prince, and Megan is still just Duchess of Sussex. Although they did denounce their Sussexness. And- <laughs> You're Sussex. You're Sussex. Because they stepped down from their senior right. uh, royal right. duties, uh, and and so they lost their his and her uh, highness oh, titles. Please. But to us, she will always be the. Duchess of Suck It, because that's <laughs> right. the way you said it. Now, right. you talk right. about their kids, Archie, oh, Montbon, Windsor, oh. <laughs> and Little Bit. They yeah. can become prince and princess now, oh, okay. but yeah. we don't know if the Suckets yeah. are going to oh, yeah. give them oh, that right. title. Well, you keep up with that and let us know when it happens. <laughs> okay, so okay. Meghan Markle wasn't invited. <laughs> no, 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 that's good enough. no you're done, much. but there's more. <laughs> All right, right, right. right, right no, no, sure? go ahead. That's fine. No, okay. No, All right, good. All right. Well, thank you for that for that wonderful uh, in-depth report. No, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. All right. While we're hot, let's do it. One eight hundred Big Show. You toll free line. Get a couple contestants. Tater will be playing yes. as the queen. Or <laughs> right. oh, the the Duchess of Sucket, maybe. <laughs> there you go. We play next. Good Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio. Video today brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Shotta Motor Speedway. This is why you need safety glasses. Hey, seven seconds to check this out. And let's learn from it. 
It's at TheBigShow.com. Also, register for John Boy's Wonderful Thing of the Week. We're giving it away tomorrow, right around this time, as we head into the final hour of the Big Show for the Week at TheBigShow.com, honoring our heroes, 2011 Chevy Impala. It's a scale model. It's not a, the whole yeah, car. Please. Thank you. You see the picture there, Classic bit request in minutes, but right now. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. The, play the wordy word, the wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Scott from Covington, Georgia. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. And we got Keith from New Bern, Georgia. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Good morning. And Jackie tells me that you guys are brothers. I guess you knew that. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, this would be a weird way to find out. All right. So good. We got some brothers going at it. By the way, it's a good time to mention you got somebody you'd like to play on Wordy Word. Click on that on-air contest button when you go to thebigshow.com. So, all right. Who's the older brother, Scott or Keith? I am. Yeah. I am. That's Scott. All right, Scott. Well, uh, the older brothers on the John Boy and Billy team, Scott. And then Keith, the young ones, Tater, and, well, semi-young, here's Randy. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right, y'all. Let's do it then. Me and Scott are going to go for the first 30 seconds. Are you ready, Scott? Yes, sir. All right. Starting the clock now. In the morning, don't take a bath. Take a quick shower yeah uh-huh all right going on a road blank let's go somewhere let's take it yeah all right rhymes with it fall down and break your uh, old people break this bone rhymes uh, with it leg no rhymes with it with a trip it rhymes break your what hip, hip. yeah uh-huh all right rhymes with it a potato blaze potato uh. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. You well. said he was going to be the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be on a speakerphone. Speaker. Yeah. Uh, you on a speakerphone, Scott? Yes, sir. Stupid. Nope. <laughs> Careful. He's still on your team. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. All right, well, a three score. All right, let's see what happens. Keith, if you're not on a speakerphone, get on one. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see what Keith and Tim. Uh, Keith and Tater, are you ready, Keith? I'm ready. Yeah, all right, go. Lay's potato. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, rhymes with it. Uh, a blank club or a uh, blank of tape. Roll. No, it rhymes with chip. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Blank of tape. A club. She goes and you go to the Yeah, huh? Oh, okay. okay well, All right. Uh, uh, it rhymes with it. Uh, you, you <laughs> this is like just uh, uh, your coffee maker. Or, uh, or, mm, um, I don't know. Your faucet. Your faucet will uh, have what I don't Drip. like. Yes! Drip. What? He got it. He got it. He got uh, it. Yeah, whatever. Three to three. All right. Let's just That's one of those rounds where Tater turns into Floyd the Barber. Andy, I don't. All right. So what we're going to do here is. Sorry, uh, Keith. Well, let's uh, see who wins round two. We'll win, win the game. There you go. Right, Scott, you are up with Billy. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. Still rhyming. You do a somersault. It's also called doing a what? Like in gymnastics. Uh, or there was a comedian, Blank Wilson, had a TV show many years ago. Flip. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, these are on the end of your handlebars on your bicycle. Still rhyming. The Grip. Yep. Grip. There you go. You kiss somebody on the what? Grip. Yep, and at, in a restaurant, you leave a what at the end of the meal? Yeah. Yep, uh, let's see. You... All right. Well, once y'all got the concept of this rhyming thing, Scott, you did good, didn't you? <laughs> four on to three for a seven score. All right, then. So, Keith and Randy. Yeah. Four will tie. Five will win. Okay. Keith, are you ready? All right. You ready to go? And... Go. Still rhyming. This uh, is uh, if you get a tear in your clothing. It's called a rip. Yeah. Rip. rip. All right. Uh, still rhyming. And this is just a small drink. Just a little tiny. What is that yeah. called? Yeah. Rip. Uh, this is a dance they do in Hawaii. Not rhyming. Not oh. Yeah, not rhyming. Sorry. Thank you. Oh. It's also uh, a, hula. Yes. Hula. Thank you. All right. Uh, this is the where'd you park your squad car? But it's, uh, you know, it's the guy that investigates the crime. <laughs> Uh, investigator. Yeah. Detective. Yeah. Oh, he got it. Detective yeah. now makes a four, so we get to oh, play overtime. Good job, guys. It is overtime. All right. Woo. An extra 30 seconds to see who's going to win the Battle of the Brothers in Georgia. And. All right. So, Scott, me and you take the first 30 seconds. Are you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. All right. We're going to do it. Okay. Start the clock. Now, in Africa, they have these big forests. They're called Georgia. Rainforest. Georgia the what? No. Jungle. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay, it's like the pot calling the blank black. Right. Kettle. Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. A, uh, a circle. You make a blank. You, you, your belt. You put your belt through your belt on your pants. Blue. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, the stock blank on Wall Street. It's the stock Market. Yes. Uh, the opposite of South. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, four score. Nice. Good work, Scott. You were four. talking so fast that I could, through the headphones, hear the gears in your head turn. <laughs> I was trying. All right, four on the board. All right, Keith All and right, Randy, let's go. Keith. <laughs> And Tater, yeah, you get the first 30 there. All right, Keith, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, and go. Opposite of South is North. Uh, you, uh, you, you uh, put beer, uh, a mop blank. Uh, you put all the water bucket. in it. Yes. Bucket. Uh, bucket. You might eat. You eat this in the morning. Quaker blank. It's a meal. Oatmeal. Yes. Oatmeal. Uh, you. Uh, you're a blank American. You're blank of your. This is when like uh, you, you're you're really <laughs> your kid has done really well and you are so blank of him. Your your chest. Wow. Yes. Uh, this is a, an egg dish. Real men don't eat it. It's baked. We have double overtime. We have four to four. All right, then. So, Scott and Billy for the final 30 seconds. All right. Are you ready, Scott? Yes, sir. Y'all picking up on that last one. Go. Real Men Don't Eat It is a famous book. It's an egg dish. You make it with eggs. French word? It's a French word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you make uh, it with eggs and cheese and a little, uh, like a little bowl or something. Yeah. Omelette? No, uh. no, no. It's a special kind of fancy breakfast. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes. yes, yes. All right, Blankaroni. Twenty-eight seconds, but you've got Keish. Good work mm. there. So one on the board. So Keith and Randy, one will end this game in a tie. Two will win. Okay. All right. Are you ready, we'll Keith? Win, Randy. Oh, we're gonna take us a nice oh, slow yeah. stroll. No. Ready? Go. So if you go to a Chinese restaurant and make an order, you might get fried what? Right. Yeah. Right. Tied up. Oh. <sighs> if you go into your den and sit down, there's a piece of furniture you like. What? What is it called? Sofa. That's right. And that's the win. Oh, God. I'm sorry. You have little faith. I'm so sorry. I'm so... <laughs> All right. Well, Keith, a younger brother, wins the Battle of Georgia. And we appreciate y'all boys playing. Thank you for listening. Y'all kissing wins and make up. Don't just do how hard you do. <laughs> I told him not to be mad if I won. <laughs> All right, good work, boys. All right, then. Scott, you take it easy. Keith, you hang on. Thank you, sir. All right. Good morning. Got a big show on the radio. Got our classic beer request of the morning. Randall McCamus from Greenville, Tennessee. Randall says, do you even want a fine Bigfoot? Greg Warren's bit, please. Oh, that's a good one, Randall. We'll do it. Coming up next. request this morning. We're granting Randall McAmos his request from Greenville, Tennessee. Here you go, Randall. Greg Warren is in the studio with us this morning. And he's uh, one of Hanson's people. The homeboy. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, my, uh, my folks still live there. Mm-hmm. I was uh, hanging out with them earlier. They're, uh, they're getting old. Is that uh, right? Uh, they're, they're getting to the age where everything in their house is broken. You know, we, uh, we play chess. There's there's six pieces missing from our chess set, uh, so we replace them with pieces from my mom's nativity scene. Uh, we're uh, playing chess with the Virgin Mary and goats and wise men. My uncle Cheech, you know, it's like Uncle Earl. That, that's a pawn. You're not supposed to move him backwards. That's the son of God, boy. Move him whenever the hell he wants to go. He's so little respect. It's his birthday. Jesus takes the queen on his birthday. That fella can walk on water. He can damn well move backwards. I'll tell you that right now. I'm just saying. You ever notice when somebody says, I'm just saying, something ignorant is on the way. They get that look in their eyes. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Get the kids and the minorities in the other room. Jimmy's going to say something stupid. I'm just saying there's a wallet missing and there's only one black guy that works here. It's his wallet that's missing. I'm just saying. My uncle... I t- took him to eat the other day. You know, mm-hmm. go to the restaurant, get the menu. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when you get a menu at the top of every page. There's a heading t- tells you what's on that page. Yeah, yeah. he he orders the heading. <laughs> I'll have the steak and pork. <laughs> well, no, you can't order that. Why not? 
It's the heading. I don't care what it says. That's what it says right there. Steak and pork. I can read, damn it. Give me the steak and pork. What do you want to drink? Assorted beverages. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big, uh, he's a big, big baseball fan, and mm-hmm. Cardinal fan. Right. Uh-huh. I'm guessing you are too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, big fan. Uh, Bob Gibson. Were you about? Sure. There? That's all he ever mm-hmm. talks about is Bob Gibson. <laughs> Bob Gibson would have hit that son of a gun right there. He'd have hit him right in the head. <laughs> We're watching a football game. I don't care. He'd have hit him. He'd have hit him. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, he, he listens to the game every night on the radio. He mm-hmm. spends a whole game complaining that the announcer is not telling him the score. Frequently enough, that, that's right. all he wants to hear is right. a score. So he just shouts at the radio, "What's the score, fat ass? <laughs> What's the score, moron? What's the score, fat moron ass?" <laughs> like, like his his idea of the perfect broadcast would be this: the score is three to two. Three to two is a score. The score is three to two. One team has three. The other team has two. The team of three is beating the team of two by a margin of one. The score is three to two. Hey, folks, if you've just joined us, the score is three to two. We're going to go down to the field now for a special report. Bob, what's going on down there? Larry, down here, the score is three to two. But let's take a closer look at that score. Now, the number three, that is an odd number. It is also a prime number, only divisible by itself. It's one less than four, one more than two. That means if the team of two were to get one more run, the score would then be three to three. Whoa, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Bob. Right now, the score is three to two. That's a damn good broadcast right there. That son of a gun ought to get him an Emmy Award or something like that. Fat moron ass ought to take a page out of that man's book. I'm just saying. Did you play sports in high school coming up? Yeah, I, I did. I, 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 um, I wrestled. That was okay. Me. Yeah, I was uh, a wrestler. Um, uh-huh. my, my dad was... Uh, was my wrestling coach, which, oh. which is tough. Yeah, a lot of guys on the, you know, I mean, it's not that bad though. You got, I mean, it's, I mean, he pushed me. He pushed me in sports, so that's right. a, it's a normal thing to push your kids in uh, right? sports. I mean, right. there's people out there who spend their whole lives trying to find Bigfoot. <laughs> How'd you like to have that guy as a dad? <laughs> Do you even want to find Bigfoot, son? Because you don't act like it. I mean, I hear you saying you want to find Bigfoot, but you don't do a damn thing about it, do you? You sleep till noon. Bigfoot doesn't get up at noon, son. Gets up at 4.14 in the morning. You don't have a tracking map. You lost your night goggles. What, you think he's going to show up one day out of nowhere? Huh? Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Bigfoot, dumbass. Like, he, uh, he pushed me, you know. I guess... He was he was a, a, a wrestling guy, coach, you know, mm-hmm. so nor- naturally I wrestled. My, my uh-huh. mom was into music, uh-huh. so I played the clarinet in the band, mm-hmm. which is a, a bad mix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't recommend that for anybody, uh-huh. really. Uh-huh. The, the, guy, the guys on the team made fun of me, uh-huh. uh, especially my best friend Huey Baker. He, he was a black guy, and uh-huh. he's one of those guys who would just get a hold of something and never let you forget it. You know, look at Greg, man. Greg played a flute. No, it's, a, it's actually a clarinet. You, it's a flute, Greg. You a flute man. Look at little flute man, Greg. Flute your flute, Greg. Little flute man, Greg. Flute your flute, flute man, Greg. Rooted to the fresh and fluted, Greg. We'd be on the bus going to a match. It'd be real quiet, and all of a sudden you hear, Hop, two, three, four. What the hell we fighting for? Flute man. <laughs> It's embarrassing when you're out there 
wrestling in here. Hit him with your flute, Greg. <laughs> I, I was shy in high school. Every time I talked to a girl, Huey would show up out of nowhere. Hey, Greg. Who are you talking to? Man, this is Carol, Huey. Carol, how you doing? Well, you flew there, Greg. <laughs> flute your flute to Carol, Greg. Tell you know Greg is a flute man. He a flute man, Carol. Go out and ask him, who's your favorite football player, Greg? Doug Flutie. <laughs> who's your second favorite? Brian Piccolo. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't even get it the worst. My, my friend Nick got it worse. My, <laughs> my friend Nicky was one of his guys. He had, he had like high shoulders, you know. He, he looked like a turtle. Uh, uh, uh. He called him no neck Nick. Look at Nick, man. Nick ain't got no neck. Well, your neck at Nick. No neck Nick. No neck Nick. No neck Nick neck patty whack. Get it on the bone. But it can't be no neck bone because Nick ain't got no neck. Well, your neck at Nick. <laughs> The foot bone is connected to the knee bone. It's connected to the hip bone. It's connected right to the head bone. Cause there ain't no neck bone. Cause Nick ain't got no neck. If Nick put on a turtleneck, he would be blind. Took some heat, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's made you tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I hope so. There uh, so, you go, man. We got Greg Warren with us for the rest of this big show this morning. I told y'all, funny man right here. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio here for a few more minutes. Get ready in that broadcast here and make room for the podcast, John Mobile Late Risers podcast. Well, over 150 countries around the world enjoying the big show. You can too. We got it all set up for you at thebigshow.com. So, Tater Tammy News, all the royal family titles and stuff. I thought I would mention today is Prince Harry's birthday. He is 38 years old. Now, Harry is the one that renounced his title, right? Him and that spoiled girl well, from America. Yeah, they stepped down from their senior royal duties. Okay, so, so, they, so they're just not paid to do royal activities anymore. Or have the security. Wait, other people get paid to do that? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Not really. Oh, he still, yeah. he still draws money from them, but uh-huh. he's not paid for... He doesn't make official appearances. Yeah. Okay. So he's still Prince Harry. They just dropped the... His Royal Highness. I think he hosts their best of show on the weekend. <laughs> hey. <laughs> she has a podcast, so. Somebody yeah. get me to the burn center. <laughs> is that right? So so Harry, it says here, is sixth in line to the throne. Is, yeah. is that, well, that change? He's way down the food chain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's way down there. All right. Yeah. They, 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 say, they used to say about the two, the two brothers that they had the heir to the throne. They had the heir and then... Harry was the spare, the heir and the spare. Heir and the spare. Yeah, Yeah, there's no really any chance for him now Mm. because uh, William is next, and then his son, Will, Mm. and then his daughter, and then Louis, and then son. It doesn't go like brothers because because William was first born, so he gets it. That means a lot. It does (laughs) to them. 
<clears throat> I'm a middle child, and I think I'm more. Uh, <laughs> You're in line for something, just not sure what. Yeah, sure what. <laughs> <laughs> I was in line for whoopings, that's for sure. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> oh, all right, y'all. Good show, man. Y'all uh, check out the podcast. It'll be up for high noon today. Take it on, baby. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for nine ninety nine. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Beat the Heat with John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea. It comes in regular lemonade and strawberry and watermelon lemonade flavors, too. You can get them right now at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone. The number's 800-471-STUFF. Online services by enemy.com. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow celebrating Friday. We love you and we mean it. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.